Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Wakanda, Wakanda forever. forever. Lance, I'm not sick anymore. Uh, that's about damn time. It's for the. I feel like for the first time in a few months, I'm not sick. It's great. <laughs> it's amazing. I hear birds chirping and okay. flies flapping their wings or some you, shit. I don't know. You kind of like Snow White. You just open the, the windows and the birds just fly into your hands and sing yeah, to you. Yeah, there's all these mice around running yeah. around trying to make me a suit for some reason. Awesome. Exterminated all of them. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so we haven't talked about Endgame yet, and I thought maybe we should. It's been a couple okay. weeks. Yeah, yeah. So if you haven't seen Endgame... What's wrong with you? Let me just spoil it for you right now. <laughs> Here's how they kill Thanos. Ant-Man shrinks down real small, and he goes up Thanos' ass, and then he expands, and then there's no more Thanos. There's no more problem. So everything's Boom. good. There you go. So it's a little weird at the end when they kind of show him like crawling up inside of Thanos, but slightly uh, yeah, homoerotic. I mean, it's, it's, uh, yeah, kind of your typical uh, purple um, like balloon knot, I guess I would call it. Um, <laughs> now everyone's imagining Thanos's butthole, which is great. Um, I also loved uh, I loved the part where uh, Captain America finally came out of the closet. And, well, um, it was about damn time. Him and R. Kelly yeah. were with Tom Cruise, and, and uh, it was... Yeah, and I thought it was... He said that he had, had been pretending to be straight for so long because of Mike Pence, and he was afraid he was going to get kicked out of the military. So oh, that was okay. interesting. I thought it turned political, and I didn't think it was going to. Yeah, you know, it's, it's rare they could pull off uh, politics in the movie and be it tastefully, and yet I think they succeeded. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's just everyone loves Cap, right? I mean, every, everyone loves Cap. You can't, but, um, you can't hate him. It's interestingly true. enough, it was his plan to have Ant Man go up Thanos's butt. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I don't know, I don't know, you know, what experiences he's had that that, that led him to that idea. But well, I think um, it was uh, uh, Uncle Joe Biden was whispering in his ear when he nibbled on, a, on the earlobe, um, kind of gave him that yeah, idea. Yeah, like I, I would guess at some point during the Obama presidency. Uh huh. That, you know, Captain America would have gotten some sort of presidential medal of honor. I mean, Tiger Woods got the presidential medal of honor like yesterday. Yeah. So I feel like they would have given it to Captain America at least like one time. It makes sense. Do you think there was like some weird hugging thing with uh, with VP Joe and uh, and uh, and Cap? No, just a standard circle jerk. <laughs> the usual. They're in the Oval Office. <laughs> Do they have an oval jerk? Yeah, I guess. I guess. I mean, you have to fit the room, right? I mean, I would imagine there's probably a lot of people that wanted in on that. Chris Evans is a good-looking guy. I would imagine. And all. Um, no, I, I. You know, for anyone who hasn't seen it, I think go go see it. Andrea has not seen really any of the other ones except the one before this one. Really? And she still enjoyed it. She still had a good time. It was good. still. It was still dusty um, in several parts. There was one part, and I don't feel like I'm spoiling very much if I say it this way. But there's one part that just freaking annihilated me, and I was like literally having to hold, like, unsuccessfully hold back tears. And at yeah. some point, 
Tony Stark gets to have a conversation with his dad, and uh, no no jokes. Um, yeah. I was I was I was fighting it back, and and as someone who's uh, who's lost their dad, it's kind of a, a thing I've thought about. Um, he, he gets to talk shop with his dad, um, yeah, and and that's something I've thought about probably a million times in my lifetime. Um, so to oh. kind of see that was. Uh, I, I I very much enjoyed that part. The, those few minutes of it, I thought was great. And they, you know, got the same actor from whatever Iron Man uh, John two, Flattery? yeah, yeah, Iron Man two, I guess. And God, I they, they all run together. Yeah, yeah. Civil War, maybe Iron Man two, and then also Civil War. Um, it's the same guy that plays that plays uh, Tony Stark's dad, Howard Stark, and. Uh, just a really cool moment, and uh, and one of those moments that uh, that will stick with you, Lance. I uh, I love you three thousand, Lance. <laughs> I love you three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you? Any parts that stuck out to you? You saw it a couple times. I've only seen it the once. Yeah, we. Um, it was funny. We I I got home. It was Thursday night, and we're just kind of sitting on the couch, kind of doing nothing. And uh, and I said, you know. Hey, you got want to go see the movie? See if we can get tickets. And I guess there were, weren't a lot of people on Thursday trying to go see it because we we got a tickets and it was pretty empty. And so we're like, oh, because we got there plenty of time and we're buying all this food and we rushed to our seats and oh. And then after the we loved it so much, it was Saturday. We're like, hey, let's do that again. And so uh, you pick up on the little things that you you missed the first yeah. time. And um, but I I still think I'm gonna have to go a couple more times just because it was. Being the cinematic experience so much better than watching on the big screen at your house. Was there any a, a favorite time? No, I mean things that we debated a whole lot. Um, and then of course I read a whole bunch of articles afterwards to explain it to me because I was too stupid to to have figured it all out. <laughs> and uh, you know I, I wonder because Bucky knew at the end, and uh, I wonder if how they're going to create are they creating alternate timelines and that's where yeah. he's been. Uh, you know? I don't know. That, that, I just try not to think too much about it because I just feel like your head's going to start to hurt. Yeah, start you, about all that. you're going to have to accept you know, that uh, Back to the Future was all bullshit. Did you <laughs> have to get up and go to the bathroom at any point? Not once. Not once? Wow, I'm impressed. No, no. no few, whatever, 48-year-old guy. It's, uh, yeah, I got the bladder of a uh, 16-year-old or something. Man, I wish I did. I really, I, I, I made it through. Um, yeah. but it was, uh, pushing it, I would say. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. And, um, I, I would say part of it was by design, um, in that I made sure to not drink a lot before and yeah, I made sure to not drink a lot during the movie. We were strategic. Um, we were yeah. very strategic. I, I was somewhat dehydrated Three going hours. in. Three yeah, plus three hours and five minutes or something like that. Yeah, but I mean, Harry Potter was too. I don't ever think it got to three. I, I could I, be wrong. I have to go back and look. But I thought I, a couple of them made it to three. Maybe, maybe I like I two hours plus to yeah. thirty to forty five. If I'm into it enough, I I, I don't really. Yeah, care it about doesn't. That. It doesn't matter. But yeah. anything longer than like three hours and five or ten minutes, you, uh-huh. know, you start getting up to three fifteen, three thirty. Um, I, I need an intermission. Like, sorry, I just do. Yeah, that would have been nice. It would have been great. That in, like in the old days, I think they used to have intermissions. I somehow I, do re- I remember a few. I remember um a movie version of Hamlet 
that oh. they had an intermission for. No, not Hamlet. Um, Hamlet or Romeo and Juliet? One of those. It went like when well, I was in Her- high Herbie school. Goes to Monte Carlo. Yeah, the Flubber <laughs> Part Three. Um, I think they had an intermission on as well. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I, I no one would have complained about a six-minute bathroom no. break in the middle. Um, no. But I don't know. I mean, you know, obviously a ninety-minute movie, you don't need that. But you still pushing three hours, man. Yeah. Whew. And it's like. I know there's the app called Run P that tells you like when's the best time to go. Oh, really? <laughs> but the thing I've heard about that app is that you end up spoiling the movie. Yeah. Because it kind of tells you some things to watch out for, and so there, there's it, you're, you're running the risk of spoilers at that point, which I don't think anybody wanted to do. Yeah. With this with this movie, so despite I've spoiled some of the plot points for you, the Thanos butt and the Captain America being gay and. Um, you know that that kind of stuff. Besides those things, I think uh, I think you, you know I don't I don't want to spoil it too much for anybody. Yeah, that's, that's, that's wise. Yeah, I know, I know. Two billion in two weeks, which is pretty crazy, and that, that is nuts. It's it's running up against Avatar, which give another week. Yeah, so I don't know where I stand on Avatar. I I, I love the Avatar Land at Animal Kingdom at Disney World. It's like amazing. It's unreal. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that's sort of like what is, I think is still cool about it. Like, I don't have, short of rewatching the movie uh-huh. when they opened the Pandora Land and we were going to go there, short of rewatching it for that, like, I had no remembrance of anything major about that movie other than like the floating 3D island or whatever. Huh. Yeah. That I never it. saw Avatar. Yeah. I, I mean, never. it's it's cool, it's good, but I, you know, it's not greatest movie of all time or anything like that. So, so since I didn't see it at all yet and it wasn't in the theater, uh, don't bother on the at home. No, I think it's worth watching. I mean, okay. it's it's uh, tech wise, special effects wise, I feel like it holds up okay. Okay. Um, I think it's still fine. I mean, it's you know, it has an agenda, um, and it's uh, I think probably oversimplified about people who are in the private sector trying to make money are evil. You know, it's okay. that that sort of that sort of deal. Yeah. Um, but it's it's entertaining. It's good. There's some cool special effects to it. You watch it on IDEF and. Turn okay. the lights down low and all that. It looks it looks cool. It, it, it's worth a couple hours of your time, I think. All right. Fair what enough. the hell else are you doing? Yeah, exactly. That you don't have time to watch Avatar. I mean, come on. It's not like you're president. This is true. This is true. I'm pretty sure the president has plenty of time to watch Avatar. Uh, that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> sure seems that way. Go well, Mala Largo and uh, got a little video of the player there. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he's got yeah. a theater room there. He's, he's probably saw Endgame there. Lucky bastard. Yeah, exactly. Lucky bastard. Well, this is an advice show, Lance. Can I Apparently. go to jail for calling the president a bastard? Uh, yeah, I don't think so, right? I just kinda, have to threaten, like, harm? Yeah. Okay. All right. We're yeah. good. Yeah. It's all about intent. Yeah. No intent here. He's just no a lucky intent. bastard. He's got a movie screening room at Mar-a-Lago. I mean, come yep. on. Uh, we answer your questions. We answer questions we find on all those neat little little Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to help Dennis and Dell team members with our own unique brand of advice. So, please, we need your questions. They... Are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? We do not. We don't want to want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the best implant? Because we all know that subperiosteal blade implants are the greatest <laughs> implants of all time. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Question one is a question I received through instant uh, through a message on Instagram. Okay. From a listener. And 
I don't know if this is real or not. The name okay. of the person. Oh, okay. The person's name on their Instagram account is Lee Reddit. R E D D I T T. So it's spelled differently. Do you think it's possible that Lee Reddit is the heir to the Reddit internet fortune? Like he's old man Reddit's son. Because I'm, I'm sure there's an old man Reddit, right? There has to be. There has. I mean, every every business, there's an old man, you know, whatever, an old man, old man MySpace, um, right. Daddy MySpace, uh, who who made all those billions of dollars, and uh, and uh, and um, Papa Facebook, um, Uncle yeah. Twitter. You know, those are this, those those all of just sort of they've been around since like the Carnegies and the Rockefellers and all those those kind of families. Yeah, old money, old old, old money. money, old yeah. money, old uh-huh. money. So so Lee Reddit. Up to you to whether or not you should believe a real name or, or not a real name. Lee Reddit asks, random question that I wouldn't expect you to get around to anytime soon. Um, yeah, how about in two days? How about that? <laughs> you, <laughs> I think you underestimate, you overestimate the number of questions that we get in the mail. How about that? <laughs> um, longtime listener, first time caller to Working Interferences. I recall you mentioning a Lululemon jacket you were using as a white coat. I'm a fellow Lulu fanboy and wanted to know if you'd still recommend that product and if you remember the specific name. All Thank right, you then. from Lee. So I was wearing the Lulu Active jacket is what it's called and it came in white. And I did. I loved it for a long period of time. I actually had three of them. Oh, wow. So this is past tense. Yeah. So it's it's they were white nylon. Okay. And I had three of them, and I rotated them through. And as I started laundering them, uh-huh. the white started to kind of turn yellow. Really? Okay. So I know what you did. You, so you, you went ahead and upgraded to the Bruno Caccinelli. I wish I updated <laughs> to the Bruno. I, although I did get a, a, get a yes and a full collection in a, on an uh, all-on-four arch today. Um, I'm not quite ready for the Bruno yet. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough, uh, that's tough a one to pull. One. That's yeah. a big one. Um, so I love the Lulu one. Um, I just, it started turning yellow on me. I could, I, I'm Were serious. Were you washing it with your colors? Uh, no, washing it. I washed it with just the whites. Um, I washed it, uh, with all different kinds of detergent. I went to the store. I got OxyClean. I got other like just whites detergents. I tried bleach. I tried everything. I could not get this white out. Really? Or this yellow out of the white. And so I Googled and, you know, like yellowing white nylon uh-huh. and found some article that said, oh, put lemon juice on it and put it out in the sun. And I was just like, fuck this shit. Like, come on. Like, I'm not wow. I'm not doing this anymore. So I switched over. Okay. I got I got one recommended by our uh, our good friend, Wade Pilling. Piling? Uh-huh. Pilling? Pilling, yeah. right? Yeah. What do you call him? Pilling? Piling? Pilling? I'm going to call him the pile driver. There you go. You know what that's about. Wade, Wade, the pile driver. Um, He recommended this jacket from the greatest, probably the greatest brand in American clothing history. Levi Strauss? Dickies. (laughs) Dickies will work, yeah. It's called the Dickies Dynamics D-Y-N-A-M-I-X. That's how you know it's good because it's replaced the C with an X. So you know it's extreme. All right. Dynamics Zip Front Warm-Up Jacket. 
Um, and it comes in white, comes in other colors too. Um, nice. I like my I, Dickies extreme, you know, you gotta have, you gotta have extreme Dickies. Um, and it's, it's been great. It's, it's, uh, has not yellowed at all. Um, I've run it through the wash several times and, and so far so good. It's got a bunch of neat little pockets and, and, uh, it's good. It's not too warm either. It's, it's, it's pretty thin, um, which is, is what I'm looking for. Um, you're wearing just a typical white jacket, right? I am. Or like a white lab coat. Yeah. I'm boring. They're just so hot. They just don't breathe at all. Yeah. I'm in Seattle. I'm not really concerned about the heat. <sighs> Man, I was doing something the other day. I got in the weeds on something where I just got behind and had like a new patient exam and had some uh-huh. things going on in, in both of my rooms. And then I knew I was going to have a periodic exam. I had a new uh-huh. patient exam coming up and I just like sweating, just sweating. Uh-huh. Um, so, and, and that, you know, it was not warm out. Um, I just, man, I just, it gets hot when you're running around. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're doing procedures. You just don't have a lot of reps with and, and, uh, you start to get nervous and then beads of sweat and, and it has nothing to do with the thermostat. Yeah. Or the, you know, or like maybe you've done it a hundred times, but your assistant hasn't, so they don't know where to be. Yeah. Um, let's go through the colors on this, uh, men's dynamics zip front warm up jacket white. It's also 30 bucks versus about $85 for the Lulu one. Um, so that's love nice. me some Dickies. Yeah, black, seal blue, <coughs> the baby seal blue. Yeah, like the the you know I would say the most popular scrubs color, right? The pre clubbing of the baby seal. Pre, yeah, but yeah, that would be red afterwards. <laughs> so seal blue, then we've got a um, oh come on, what is this? Caribbean blue, which I think is Billy Ocean's favorite color there. Caribbean blue. Um, then you got white. We got this a, is, I'm, I'm Googling right now. This is the Dickies jacket. What kind of adventures? Uh, dynamics. Dynamics. Um, with an X. Then you got um, galaxy blue, which is like a royal blue, like a Texas Rangers blue. Then you've got hunter green, which does not look hunter green at all. It looks like the Seattle Mariners uniform. Uh-huh. Really, it's like this could be an authentic, you know, an authentic on-field collection for the Seattle Mariners. That's this color. Gotcha. I would not call that hunter green at all. Would you? Uh, nah, hunter-ish. No, I to hunter to me is like the Milwaukee Bucks green. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, they got a navy, pewter gray, pewter. Which I just is, we need to, we're, we're going to talk about names in just a second. And, and pewter is one of those things that's up there. Then we've got royal blue, which how that's different than galaxy blue is, is very minorly. <laughs> I think what happened is there was a, an issue with the dye lots on one of the, of the, one or the other. And they just called it, screw it, just call it another color and still sell it. You got just plain red. And then we've got, uh, what do they call this? Maroon. The red one is a little ostentatious for me. Yeah, yeah, and this is like what I think. I mean, not to get like ethnic or anything, but I feel like there could be a, a a bit of a like a Crips kind of battle with with if you're wearing this. I just feel like you're you're maybe repping the Crips a little bit. Yeah, so, unless no, you do blood, a lot of sorry, the Bloods. Yeah, unless you're doing a lot of surgery and you just really kind of don't want it to be noticeable. Yeah, usually it's you're up to your elbows and blood. And- 
That is true. <clears throat> I, I would love to know. I'm going to look up the history of of, uh, of Dickies. At some point, are, are we going to change the name? <laughs> I mean, they've been branded for a long time. That's right. Um, so here's the history: Williamson Dickey Manufacturing Company, founded in 1922 by C. N. Williamson and E. E. Colonel Dickey. Why isn't it just Williamson? Or DE or something. Dickies is a global brand found in more than 100 countries. They started selling a denim bib overall <laughs> to foreign chance. Why is it? Why did they stick? Why did they, out of those two, Williamson and Dickie, why did they stick with Dickie? Yeah, I, I, it was a different time. Man, I guess so. That's it. There had to be someone in the room, like kind of snickering while they were talking about it. And at no point they decided to listen to that guy, huh? Yeah, yeah. I when they're pointing and laughing, you might want to give us some thought. Man, that's what I always do. Williamson Dickey Europe Ltd. are based in the UK in Radstock, Somerset, previously known as Dickey's UK. This division of the company now <laughs> operates across. The entirety of Europe and the Middle East for both workwear and streetwear product ranges. Dickies UK. Huh. More circumcised, less circumcised. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they're what they're I feel like I feel like the UK is a circumcising place. Am I wrong? You would it, it was a, it's a safe assumption. Yeah. I've never been there, so let me put it that way. Okay. Um, so, so check out, uh, Lee, check out this, uh, men's dynamics zip front warmup jacket. Um, I like it in white, obviously, but, uh, you could get Hunter green. If you're repping the Mariners, you can get galaxy blue or Royal blue. If you want the exact same color, um, <laughs> seal blue, black, red, if you're doing a bunch of surgery, yeah, go, for the, go for the baby seal. The baby seal, I think is, is a, is a good choice. Um, yeah, I don't know why. I guess seal is, is that French for sky? Oh, there we go. It's, it's yeah, it's pronounced CL. Now I see. Oh, CL. Okay. Uh -huh. Jesus, yeah. I'm not so fancy. <laughs> I feel like a, uh, I feel like an imposter here because I don't know that that's, uh, that's, CL. yeah, that's right. That's okay. <laughs> that's your French. I never, I've never been to France. Well, not yet. A couple years. Not yet. Yeah. A couple years will be there. Hopefully. That's your plan. I have a car looking at you. Um, question two. From Alan, my hygienist son has head lice. She just found out. She's not sure yet if she does. What's your move regarding tomorrow's hygiene schedule? Asking for a friend. <laughs> I've never had head lice. I have not, but one of my daughters did. Okay, that was my next question because I feel like it's a kid's thing, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about that whole scenario. Well, being the dad, it was it was a fucking mess, but I got to sidestep the whole thing. My my daughter, because <laughs> <laughs> who, who's left to clean up the mess? It's always the mom. So my daughter went to California with a friend. She, it was only a few years ago. She was uh, fifteen. And they flew down, gone California. for a week. Comes back, and my wife went to pick him up at the airport, and I could have swore I heard them come home, 
but she doesn't return to bed for hours and hours. Finally, mm. she comes to bed, and I'm like, everything okay? Well, apparently, no. <laughs> no. Wrong, answer, wrong question, Lance. The answer is no. Um, Skylar had it. The I guess the place that she was at, the grandma's house that she was visiting, um, that's where she patient zero was. And uh, so Holly had to go get the the special shampoo and everything and uh, had to wash her hair and do all these different things. And it was just a freaking mess for a day. But, you know, honestly, once you've identified it and you you do the, the protocols, yeah, it's pretty well contained. And uh, so it, it was kind of a non-event, but really it had come and gone before I really even was awake. So, so the she end- didn't like live in the house with lice. I no. think that I feel like that makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. She she just was aware of it. I believe by the time we picked her up in the car, so the only exposure would have been the car or, or things like that. So she, we never had it in the house to worry about to right we, to treat couches and yeah. We yeah. still we still check the bed sheets and everything like that and and did what you're supposed to do, but for the the reality is she didn't have anything. Uh, she didn't bring anything in the house. I think that makes the biggest difference. This was during the summer, I'm presuming. Yeah, yeah, it was in August. Would you? I mean, I don't. I, I'm guessing you wouldn't be the person that would send your daughter to school with lice. No, hell no. No. My, would my daughter- you? If your hygienist had lice, what would you do? Well, if my hygienist had lice, I'd say, no, you got to stay home and, and take care of that. But I'll see you tomorrow or the following day. Because once you're going through it all, it's it's not something, it's not like pneumonia and you're going to be out for a couple of weeks. Well, so how long did, you're going to wash your hair anyway. You should, so well, you wash your hair with the stuff. Uh-huh. You need whatever, some kind of time to, I guess, brush the nits out or something. Yeah, you're going to get this comb, and you're going to have to comb the, the dead bodies out of the, your skull. <laughs> um, and I guess it's pretty damn nasty as you're just combing through, and all this stuff just falls out and just keeps coming and coming. And Devil's uh, ad- advocate from someone who typically speaking works through stuff uh-huh wash the hair with the stuff do the brush and wear like a surgeon's cap that day yeah that's what's is there a downside there i don't believe so i mean if it was me my hair is pretty short mostly anyway and it's time for me to to maybe buzz it down a little shorter again uh, for for me, I, I'm gonna find a way to, to to make production. I got I gotta I gotta work. Daddy's got a bills to pay. So, but the the, the Alan his here's the question is it's, it's the hygienist's son. It's not even the hygienist. Yeah. So, to me, maybe this sounds callous, but to me, keep the schedule. The hygienist should be there. She yeah. Sure, we- Rescheduling a hygiene day sucks because then you've got to find places to get those people. Yeah. yeah. And that's r- really hard. At least temp agencies practice. are terrible. I mean, yeah. you're, you're probably better off canceling than getting a really shitty temp to come in. But the, I mean, the other part about it is that you don't even know anything yet. Like, I, I'm not going to pull the trigger on that. 
Yeah. Even even if even if they did have it, I'm telling you, just go to get the Knicks or Rid or whatever it is. Yeah. Just get up 30 minutes early, take care of it. You're probably Uh doing it the night before anyway. Yeah. You're not going to sleep with it. Yeah, I think that you have to wear a cap and put your hair in that, and then yeah, so put your them all. Yeah. Get his surgeon's cap. Wear that the next day. You'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't let a hygienist treat patients with untreated and like lice infestation. Obviously. Right. 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 I feel like this is different. Why do I feel like when I'm saying this, like I'm a slave driver, you know? Well, because you know you're going to get a whole bunch of cleaning ladies are going to start posting on Facebook how terrible you are to make people. You know, you should give them time off and, and, and pay for a trip to Cancun to make them uh, deal with their suffering because th- their life is so hard. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't believe in that. Um, I no. just like work. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm I get Alex hardcore. trying to be careful because we live in a weird. Yeah, society. But this is one. I mean. It's kind of an on issue in my book. Yeah. Wash your hair and I'll see yeah. you. Yeah. Like take care of your stuff. Yeah. That's part of your terms of employment. Take care of your shit. Yeah. Take care of your shit before you come in. Don't let it interfere with your job. Don't track your shit indoors. Yeah. Your son's lice, unfortunately, is not my problem. And I don't mean that. Yeah. I don't mean that like pejoratively. It's just I'm running a business, not a charity lice victim support. Right, right. Center. Um, Hmm. Again, I feel callous, and I'm sorry, very sorry, very, very sorry. Yeah. But sorry, not sorry. I'm I'm totally with you. Kind of not sorry. Like you're coming to work the next day. If you need to get up early to do the 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 uh knit genocide that you're gonna do on your scalp then yeah get down on it you cool with that totally cool with that ready for reddit i think so reddit user god (laughs) (sighs) throw away 102829 (laughs) 60 jesus SRP slash deep cleaning only to 15 minutes. So my SRP full mouth only took 15 minutes for my hygienist to complete with her Gavitron cost me $800. How should I feel about this? They want me to take a mox slash Metro for three days or three times a day for seven days. But if my case only took 15 minutes, why are these antibiotics needed? Appointment was at 8am. Got there five minutes early was seated at eight. Hygienist applied topical anesthetic. Dentist injected an anesthetic into each quadrant of the mouth. Cleaning process started at 8.15, ended at 8.30. I was under the impression that a thorough SRP would last anywhere from one and a half to two hours and should involve the removal of some diseased tissue, which would surely take longer than 15 minutes. I mentioned this to my hygienist. She said, that's all I needed. And I didn't have much plaque on my teeth. Despite having multiple four to five millimeter pockets, I wonder how many of these pockets were in fact true periodontal pockets with significant attachment loss. 
Did I just get scammed out of cleaning pockets that were perfectly self-cleansable and have been reached easily and could have been easily, easily reached at home? They charged me $800 for 15 minutes of work. They said it costs that much because that's how much a D4341 is billed for. But aren't any dental codes used for insurance purposes? But I'm sorry, but aren't dental codes used for insurance purposes? I don't have insurance. Why couldn't they work out a better deal for a private patient for a 15-minute SRP? Lance, in your office, what do you call, how do you code out a 15-minute SRP? Yeah, uh, I think that gets its own special code because that's coded as uh, bullshit. A children's profi, maybe? Like, seriously, yeah. 15 minutes? God, th- th- this is what I hate my colleagues that are shitty like this. Yeah. This is why I, was, I interviewed, uh, I think it was uh, Barry Polanski uh, a while back, and he was saying that the end of the downfall of dentistry is when they invented periodontal disease in the 70s. I'm like, what? He goes, we, we just did whatever it took. I mean, we were cleaning your teeth, and if you, if you took longer, we charged kind of uh, yeah, for our like time. Yeah, kind of would. Yeah, yeah. And if you were simple, it cost you less. And if you were really involved, then it cost you more. But we didn't, they, we didn't code you anything. And it's reasons like this that uh, I agree with them. This is bullshit. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's obvious he didn't need SCRP. Yeah, yeah. So, or, uh, to, to be honest, I did, I have, uh, uh, some of the people I've Seattle protocoled in my office were hygienists that had worked in a big corporate chain for a few years and they got these bad habits where I swear to God, they seated the patient at eight 30 and they were asking for an exam to release them at eight 45. Yeah. And I'm like, what it's the hell possible. did you do? What did right. you do? Yeah. Well, they were, they were fairly clean. They were kind of healthy. Well, man, just, still just some to, stuff like just polishing and fluoride varnish would not just take longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're doing a, an adequate cup, the, the profi cup with the, the, that, that takes time. Uh, and perio charting, how do you know they're healthy if you haven't charted them? Exactly. And how can you do that in less than five minutes? Like, I mean, yeah, they're, they're I, I feel bad for this chunk. guy. They're, they're missing the granular shit that's, that's barely perceptible, but it's there. I mean, well, they're just shitty. So, now, what do you call it SCRP? I was taught SCRP. Uh, we, we have seen it both ways. It's S capital, but the C is small. And so you can see SRP, SCRP. There. Okay. I'm just oh. curious. I feel like at my dental school, we just called it SCRP, but I, I feel like huh. that's a regional. So I, I'm always curious, like, where yeah, teaches I think we, SCRP and where it teaches SRP. Yeah, I think we write it down SRP. That's two parts, right? Scaling and uh-huh. yep. root planing. So even if you got scaled with the Cavitron, you didn't yep. get any root planing. There's no way to do that in 15 minutes. Nope. Even if you do have just a four millimeter pocket, it, that takes minutes per pocket to be able to truly root plane, which I think is a lost art. I don't know. I, I totally agree. I don't know how well new hygienists know how to root plane and really like get disease cementum off and degranulate the pocket and all of that stuff that needs to be done. But lo- lost um, in here also is how many times do you sell your, your hygienist saying, I just don't have enough time to, to do that because you're asking them to educate the patient, explain what you're doing. Uh, yeah. I mean, just, just to talk about the process of the bacterial infection that this person has takes time. 
clearly this person didn't understand anything that was supposedly happening, whether they had, because it's entirely possible this person actually was diseased and still has the disease because the, the hygienist sucks. Do you pay your hygienist off of production or do you hourly? Like, how do you? Hourly. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I don't mind giving hygienists a taste of something or whatever. What yeah. I don't want is a situation like this where, yep. I mean, if I'm the dentist, and I'm looking down the hall and I'm like, hey, like I, I just numbed that patient 10 minutes ago. How can you already be done? Like, yeah, I feel like I would notice, but there may be times I might not notice this if I've got two of the rooms going on and didn't, you know, right. didn't look down the hall, whatever. Uh-huh. So this may not even be the dentist. This, this could be a a hygienist who's on some sort of bonus and just cramming in as much as they possibly can. Um, you know, or it's, I mean, I kind of hate to say it, like a conspiracy in this office to like over diagnose and over treat perio. Yeah, and there there are offices out there. I've come across. A oh, few. absolutely. And so, yeah, it does exist. And unfortunately, this person may have stumbled upon one. Yeah, I think they definitely did. One way or another, they did. One way or another, they did not get their eight hundred dollars worth. Oh, if they no. truly have perio disease, they did not get the scaling or replacing they deserve. Yeah, and, and it, or they don't have perio. Those and are on the a two side options. side note. I probably would be a little bit less angry. And this is probably just me being an evil bastard that I am. But if they had insurance coverage that it was going to be nothing out of pocket and we're just bilking these billionaire insurance companies, you know, I, I probably feel a little bit different. But this person's cash pain, you know? We, yeah, and we they were, got stabbed 18 times yeah. to be numbed up, right? Like, if yeah. you don't need it, that's that sucks. Yeah. So, I mean, I said it a second ago. The two options here are they don't have perio and they got hosed. Uh-huh. Or they do have perio and they got hosed because they didn't get a good cleaning. There is a yep. third option, Lance. Yeah. That the hygienist is basically like Flash Gordon. Or wait, it's the Flash. That's different oh. than Flash Gordon. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those are two different things. With, with her x ray gun? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the Flash, the one that moves really fast. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. What are the possibilities? Do you think it's possible that, that this hygienist could, in fact, be. The Flash or Sonic the Hedgehog, maybe. Um, I'm trying to think of other species slash characters that move really quickly. Uh, Quicksilver from the Marvel Universe. Uh, which one is Quicksilver? He was Scarlet Witch's brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Died in Ultron. Yeah. yeah. Well, he had it coming. He well, wasn't, wasn't good looking. No. Um, what, what do you think that possible? I mean... That'd be pretty valuable to have as a hygienist, just saying. This is true. I mean, you wouldn't even need a cavitron. You just just hold a curette and just shake. Yeah, I was just saying, like, she, her hands are moving faster than the vibration of yeah. the magnetostrictive and or piezostrictive cavitron. Yeah. So you could technically be your own cavitron with yeah. a scaler, right? If you can move it that fast. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the hygienist is actually the flash. Okay. I, if I, in fact, hired a hygienist that I then learned later through some serendipitous, you know, series of events that would be comical and, you know, life changing, uh-huh. that I did, in fact, employ the flash hygienist. I would then launch a marketing campaign. Hell yeah. Saying that I have the fastest hygienist in the world. 
here's real-time video and, sl and slow-motion video proving this, that I have this genetic freak show under my employee. I'm the only place in the country that has this, this special skill set. You can come get your SCRP in 15 minutes here. That will be $2,500. So you're going to destroy the secret identity. I mean, she works for me. It's my call, I feel like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, do, do, you, do you feel like if the Daily Planet ever realized that Superman worked there, wouldn't they like, put him on blast? Big shit, Superman works here, guys. Yeah. Read this paper. Superman like works here and stuff. Yeah, he, yeah, true. He took a dump in this office bathroom. <laughs> Superman did like every day at ten thirty in the morning. This is right here. Yeah. Yes, it's ten thirty. And he he, he, he University drink the last cup of coffee out of the coffee machine and not brew another one. He's kind of a pain in the ass employee. He's always disappearing, like calling yeah. in sick for some reason, and then next thing you know, like a. DC 10 gets lifted out of the sky before it crashes. Yeah. But besides that, he's, he works here. So, like, come read our paper or something. A lot of newspapers. Spider-Man, I think, worked at a newspaper, too. Was yeah. he, uh, like, a Daily photographer? Bugle. What Daily are, Bugle. What are the yeah. superheroes going to do now that their newspaper business is dying? They're going to have to be hygienists. It's true. God, could you imagine? Superman, the oral surgeon. <laughs> Flash, the hygienist. A dumb question here. Let's all? say Flash is a hygienist, but then decides to go back to dental school. Okay. Could Flash possibly not push the rheostat on the handpiece, but literally just move the handpiece itself, not spinning, so fast that it could prep teeth? Sure. So think about the wear and tear on your handpiece is going down. You don't really need a handpiece. That's true. Yeah. Do it with like a hemostat holding a, a diamond burr. That would be cool. I guess you'd still need water spray. Amazing preps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah think the... of, all right. So are they going to be amazing preps? Think about the people you know who prep good. really fast. I, didn't say I was going to say said amazing. amazingly <laughs> fast. I know there's amazing good. <laughs> the fast people aren't always or uh -huh. rarely are the, the best ones. Right. But yeah, man, imagine like if you could advertise like, hey, I have this super talented hygienist who just happens to be able to move faster than what your human eye can perceive. Uh -huh. And you can come and get your cleaning done and it will literally take minutes. Because if a full SCRP took 15 minutes, what would a profi take? Like three minutes? Oh, yeah, for sure. Man, that would be great. Flash should become a dental hygienist, I feel like. How fast could they take x-rays? Like, faster than your nomad can shoot them. Yeah, Man, yeah. That'd be so dope. So cool. What would the Black Panther be good at? Sharpening hygiene instruments? Yeah, I, I would say that was probably a, a strength. Be pretty good. Yeah. That'd be It's a superhero-heavy show. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm very sorry about that. I've never seen a representation of the Flash as a woman. In any like movie, TV show, anything like that, I've never seen. The Flash has never been a woman anywhere that I've seen. Isn't that what Rule Thirty Four was? I don't know that one. Uh -huh. Explain. Does that have to do with Bo Jackson? I'm uh, I'm googling to make sure I got it right. <laughs> uh, 
Just fly off the oh, seat of your nope. pants, Lynch. R- wrong rule. <laughs> I come on, load up. Rule thirty four. If it exists, there is porn of it. If there isn't, there will be. <laughs> so not so the, do we have Okay, so what are what are we asking exists as porn? Flash porn or flash as a dental hygienist porn? Yeah, the, the the original question was if there was a woman version of Flash, but Rule Thirty Four. There's there's a rule out there. One of the internet rules means if there's a guy version, then there's also a, a opposite gender version of it as well. So it's okay. not Rule Thirty Four. It's Rule something else. Rule Thirty Four just means there's porn of that. Whatever you're talking about, there's porn of that. So uh, listeners, if you can find not Flash related porn, Flash as a dental hygienist related porn. I feel like that is super niche, Lance, and I would challenge anybody to find that. But good luck. Best of luck. Yeah. So good. maybe throw away 102.82920. Maybe you literally found an enhanced human being as a hygienist. Yeah. Up here maybe it is. you got lucky. Rule 63. Oh, rule 63. Of course, yeah. rule 63. Yeah. Internet adage which states for every fictional character, there is a gender-based opposite of it. You were close. You just reversed the numbers and <laughs> added one. There we go. <laughs> um, I'm just going through some of the comments here. I can barely do a profi on someone in 15 minutes, let alone an SRP. Yep. Um... Listen, this so this person they, they saw this person at periodontist office. Oh, really? Which is mind blowing. Really? Wow. No, they have to be mistaken. This can't be a perio office. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. Wow. As much as I think periodontists are pussies, they're not doing fifteen-minute yeah. scaling. She said that the reason she was able to clean my teeth so fast is because she uses a Cavtron. Like every other hygienist yeah. in the freaking world. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like those people now, they got those, uh, Hugh Freedy has that uh, jet that they can, you know, $10,000 uh, machine that can power that wash. Boy. Um, it, Hugh Freedy, if you're listening to this, send me that. I will write all kinds of reviews about it. I'd love one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, send us in Lance one, send me one. But even with that, that's not going to be done in 15 No, yeah, years. I mean, you can't do this in 15, unless you're the Flash. Unless you are the Flash. Yeah. I went to this place for a second opinion after another periodontist office recommended SRP. had cleaned my teeth by the hygienist before I even met with the periodontist because my gums bled during the cleaning and because my age, he recommended I get an SRP. hadn't even seen my x-rays, requested my x-rays before to the periodontist, but they didn't come in in time. It's almost as if his train of thought was, okay, young guy, four to five millimeter pockets, bleeding, must be aggressive periodontitis. Let's get deep cleaning and put him on amoxicillin and metronidazole for seven days. No need to do a cotton swab to check for bacteria strains. There's a lot going on here. I, I, I still, I, this, there has to be some confusion here that I, I just don't think there's any way they went to a perio office. Every yeah. hygienist I've ever met from a perio office was ridiculously meticulous. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that there's, there's no way. Yeah, or it's a flash. I mean, I we it's not a joke. It's maybe true. I'm I'm replying on this. Are you absolutely sure it was Perry? Are you absolutely sure you got your SRP? Okay. I'll update you if I hear back from this guy because I just don't think there's any way this was a, a Perio office. Yeah, I agree. There's no way. Um, all right, you got a song chambered up? I do. Cool. Let me hit up, uh, let me hit this end part here and then uh, get ready for music time with Uncle Lance. Um, <laughs> share this with your friends. I'm sure you've got a demented friend somewhere who, uh, who would enjoy this. Uh, pass it on to them. That's how we grow the show. Uh, rate and review. Uh, hit us up with a rating or a review. Um, how how many stars you like, Lance? What's your favorite number? Give me five. I like five as well. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get the show. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Um, hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all of the social bullshits. Facebook, Working Interferences, Josh and Lance. Twitter, at Winterferences. Instagram, at Winterferences. You can find Lance on Instagram at DRTimmermanDMD. You can find me on Instagram at JoshuaAustinDDS. Uncle Lance, tell us about that old British music. Okay, so, you know, you have no idea how fortunate you are growing up when you did. Because back in the day, when I was a kid, and if I heard a song on the radio that I really liked, I had to hope they would play it on the radio again for me to try to figure out. Tape it, figure out who it was. Maybe go to the record store and and sing and it to sing the guy. It and, yeah, it goes like this, and they that look doesn't at you. exist anymore, unfortunately. No, nowadays you just have an app and you just Shazam it, and it'll tell you who it is, and you can press another button, it'll yeah, buy yeah. it for you right then. So way back in 1987, I heard a song, and then I had to listen for the DJ to hopefully tell me who sang that, and I all I heard was Lemon. So I went to Tower Records. Lemon Party? Almost. So I think what I heard was the Lemonheads. But what came out was I purchased, and the only way to do it, you buy it to then listen. It's kind of like the yes. Affordable Care Act. You had to, you had to approve it before you, had you to, could. Yeah, you'd know it, buy it to know what was in it. Exactly. So I bought this uh, uh, something called the Mighty Lemon Drops. They were not the Lemonheads. However, they became one of my favorite bands. Nice, serendipitously. <laughs> it was so awesome. Um, they do were. Do you feel like they would say say the name of their band in the song? No, they they, they didn't. But I, the the DJ said, you know, this, I thought he was saying. I think I heard the Lemonheads, and so I heard Lemon, and so I okay. went to the store looking for the Lemon. And and I end up getting seeing the, the mighty lemon. Come drops. on back to the back, and I'll show you all about this <laughs> lemon party. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we've all been there in the back with Uncle Dave. Hey, so uh, the the mighty lemon drops uh, are from Wolverhampton, England, and they were active. That's from not the- even real. That's not a real place. <laughs> That's literally like, where are you from, boy? I'm from. Wolverhampton, uh, <laughs> fucking British man. <laughs> well, the band originally was named the, the Sherbet Monsters, but they they've upgraded. 
upgraded to the Mighty Lemon Drops. And they were active from 1985 to about 1992-ish kind of thing. And their first few albums did really well in the college college music. There was a chart way back in the 80s called College Music that kind of morphed eventually became the, the alternative music. But back in, they call it College Radio. So they, they charted really well in the college radio charts, but weren't really big in America. But their first album, Happy Head, is, uh, was, was a favorite. And um, then they went on to have World Without End actually topped the college music radio. And, and then I bought, when I lived in France, I bought their, their album Laughter. Listen to that a whole bunch. And then they just kind of went downhill from there. So the 90s weren't too kind to them. So. Um, but, but I, I, so my song this week is inside out by the mighty lemon drops. They, they often draw comparisons to echo and the Bunnymen. They have that Rick and Bacher kind of echoing sound. No. What the hell is Rick and Bacher? That's the type of guitar. Oh, Jesus. You ever heard I of Les Paul? So <laughs> I mean, yes, I've heard of Lance Paul or Les Paul. Okay. But well, I don't Rick know to Rick and Bacher. I just feel like you're making shit up and just saying like, <laughs> What what can you get by me? And it's like, oh, that sounds fascinating. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so what's the name of the song again? Inside Out. And it's by the, the Lemonheads. Mighty, mighty Lemon Drops. Here we go. The Mighty Lemon Drops. I'm just pulling this up just to okay. check and make sure this shit's real. <laughs> yeah, it's off World Without End. Mighty Lemon Drops on, let's say, on Wikipedia. Active from 85 to 92, so you, you got that. And Wolverhampton is real. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. I would have never known. 249,000 people live in Wolverhampton. That's not, so, that's not small. Hmm. The Sherbert Monsters. God. <laughs> How do you know all this shit? <sighs> well... Back in the day, you, you spend so much time trying to figure out who's singing a song. You learn, a, and you finally do. You, you read articles and you learn all about them. Yeah, here's a Rickenbacker. Jesus. <laughs> God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> if dentistry go. doesn't work out, you could, to- you could absolutely teach history of rock and roll like at a local community college. Oh, uh, that'd be fun. I'd like that. <laughs> I think you'd enjoy it. would be good at that. I think you'd be good at that. And you're just like yelling at people. It's Jangle Pop! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> exactly. We spent six weeks talking about Echo and the Bunnymen, and uh, you missed the question on the test. You're just yelling at everybody, <laughs> throwing your coffee mug, making them stay for detention. That's right. And they're just asking about, like, when's when's the new Post Malone song going to be featured <laughs> on uh, right. class? And you're just <laughs> having an aneurysm. It's worse than dentistry. Uh-huh. Ah, so this is um, Inside Out. Inside Out by the Mighty Lemon Drops. So uh, if you get uh, a stone in your um, Stinson's duct and need to work that thing out, hit up the Mighty Lemon Drops here. For, uh, For Lance Timmerman, I'm Joshua Austin. Peace. 